recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. It's Zed Games. I'm Maylee, and I'm here in the studio with Zara and Easy. Whoa! Whoa! How are how are we all doing? I'm yeah. feeling great. I just watched uh, the first three episodes of the new Castlevania season oh. um, just before coming in. I was going to start watching that tonight. So it's it's I'm worth. seven episodes in. It's Zara. Your mic needs to be turned up a little bit. Does it? Yeah. No. There we go. There we go. We got it now. Excellent. Can you say something? Hello. There we go. Hi, I'm louder than ever. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I can hear you with in one ear, but not the other ear. But there we go. Real good. Technical difficulties. Back to Castlevania. Castlevania. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> I'm very excited. I've heard a lot of good things. Um, seen a lot of good art. <laughs> I'm seven episodes in. I have three episodes left. You're seven? Okay, I'm only yeah. three episodes in. Um... It's a very good where I'm up to. I won't like say anything, but it's very good. And a character I love is getting good treatment. Nice, so, nice, nice, nice. Which you definitely need to be assured of in Castlevania because a lot of people do not get treatment. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. They're having it. a bad day. I actually, um, I, when I pushed play on the first episode this afternoon, I realized it was said, like as it pops up on Netflix, it gives you like the rating in the top left and it's like R18 plus high impact horror gore. Oh. Like it's just like, yeah. oh yeah. It's definitely those things. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good, though. Anything yeah. Anything anybody else has been playing or watching? I've been very into deep dives into various, like, video game icebergs. Like, lately I've gotten into the Minecraft iceberg. And, you know... What explain. <laughs> so, you know how there's, like, surface-level stuff that everyone knows about? It's kind of like, oh, you know... Bees are trans. Um, yes, everyone knows yes. that. Yeah, the bees everyone are trans. Knows that. The bees in Minecraft are trans. <laughs> um, there's Herobrine, who's like this spooky dude who supposedly mm-hmm. would turn... An old urban legend. But there's like way deeper stuff, like a cult managed to infiltrate the Minecraft world when really it's just the noise from Age of Empires. Too. So, so basically you're just getting into Minecraft conspiracy theories. Yes. Okay, alright. <laughs> so a different kind of tip of the sounds. It's like a tip of the iceberg and like it just and the deeper way. And you have the stuff that's under the water and it just gets more and more mm, I'm not too sure about this one. The Illuminati now own shares <laughs> in Minecraft. <laughs> just gets really out of here. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Maylee? What are you doing? Um before I started Castlevania, I just binged the entire season of Invincible. Ooh. I don't know if either of you know what that is. No. My sisters have watched it. It was... It kind of blew me away. It kind of... It, it, <laughs> you I, lost I can't words. express. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say that the violence in that desensitized me, so Castlevania doesn't oh, so, oh, get hot oh. anymore. Okay, what is this wow. called? Invincible. Yeah. Okay, I'm writing that down. Invincible. Okay, cool. Just so yeah. I know to watch that later. For the for, for the obviously amount of gore. Yeah, for the that's high all impact. That need to know. <laughs> yeah, high yeah. impact gore. I don't all know right. if that's everybody's thing, but um, 
I usually I can't handle horror, but I can handle animation if it's horror. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I can, I'm totally fine with that, but not if it's like this is like totally off topic, but yeah, I just thought I mentioned it. No, I get that. I get that. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, I think we can go on like this for the whole hour, but yeah, we, we probably could. should get into some news first. Let's hear it. This week in gaming news. Disco Elysium gains R18 plus rating. Fans of the critically acclaimed RPG, Disco Elysium, will now be able to purchase the game physically and on consoles within Australia. Disco Elysium had already been available through digital platforms such as Steam for two years previously. However, the game had never been submitted for a formal classification rating. Without a formal classification rating, games cannot be sold on consoles or physically within Australia. And with the game's depiction of heavy drug usage and the main character inflicting wounds on himself, going through the process of obtaining a classification rating has its challenges. After a review, however, the game's ban has been overturned and has now been given an R18 plus classification, as although the dark themes and drug references have high impact, the review board found that Disco Elysium's narrative disincentivizes players from taking drugs throughout the overarching game. Although it means only adults can buy the game on consoles within Australia, it does mean that the game can now actually be available on consoles. 20% of Nintendo Switch sales went to households that already owned one. Households seem to like having more than one Nintendo Switch console. Looking at the last financial year, 20% of Nintendo Switch sales were for households that already owned one. That means about 5.8 million sales in the last year were for a secondary console, potentially as a gift for children or a partner, or to have a dedicated system on the go in the case of the Switch Lite. With gaming increasing in popularity during the COVID-19 pandemic, for entertainment, escapism, or as a form of socialising, it's little wonder that console sales have reflected that. Discord becoming more inclusive. Discord is going through a lot of changes at the moment to make the app more accessible, easier to use, and friendlier, not only for gamers, but also for all communities. With 78% of Discord users reporting using the app for non-game purposes, there are channels for just about every hobby and interest out there, such as gardening, movies, sewing, book clubs, cooking, and so much more. To assist in this, stage channels are getting visual upgrades and a dedicated space to allow these communities to market themselves to interested users. This discovery space will allow people to browse communities and join servers they're interested in. And now for some upcoming game releases. May 19th brings A Days Gone for the PC, Elite Dangerous Odyssey Expansion for the PC, and Never Yield for the PC and Switch. May 20 you see Grand Casino Tycoon for the PC, Just Die Already for the PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Luxuna for the PC, Mayhem in Single Valley for the PC, of Bird and Cage for the PC, Puzzle Bobble VR Vacation Odyssey for the Oculus Quest. May 21 has Knockout City for the PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Metopia for the Switch, and Rust for the PS4 and Xbox One. And on May 25th, an airport for aliens currently run by dogs for the PC and Xbox Series X, By Mutant for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, King of Seas for the PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Maneater for the Switch, Very Very Valet for the Switch. That's it this week in gaming news. Thanks, Pastara. Th- you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> the news has been has been done. Mm. Yeah, I just smashed that one out. I do. I was gonna say this before the show started when I was reading up on the news this week, um, and 
I wanted to save it till I was on air because I realized twenty <laughs> percent of of Nintendo Switch sales went to households that already owned one during the pandemic. Um, so that means twenty percent of what I'm I'm going to make a huge assumption here and assume that it was mostly parents mm. who have two children or maybe even another adult that acts like a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they needed to get an extra switch to separate the kids <laughs> because they're all at home and they're like, okay, this isn't great. We need to buy more of these things. <laughs> you know, I technically contributed to that 20% because I wanted to upgrade from the Switch Lite to the normal Pro. Switch. Oh, the, well, the regular Switch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and to do that, I had to be able to transfer all my save data to the new Switch. Which means I need to have both switches at the same time. So technically, for about 48 hours, I did have two switches. For 48 hours, you yeah. contributed yeah. about 20%. Yeah. You were the one in five switch purchases. I really was. already had switches. Well, I live in a share house. And when it started happening, when the lockdown started going down, we just all went out and bought a switch. Just everyone in my house. So... That may yeah, have all contributed as well. Hmm. Mm. I already had a Switch, so I felt quite comfortable. It was um, Natalie, my partner, who decided that that Switch was also now hers. I mean, during oh, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> She's well. like, yoink. Mine? It is what it is. It mm. is what it is. Uh, Discord becoming more inclusive. So 78% of people who actually use the Discord app don't even game. Who are you? Get yeah, off. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually really interesting because, like, in the past, for, like, chat apps, we've had things like Skype, mm. which were, was not <laughs> good. So I'm having bad memories of you. <laughs> I could still hear, like, the ringing noise that when it, like, whoops oh. at you. And I, it's no wonder that a lot of people ended up switching over to Discord. Yeah. But also there was this TeamSpeak, which is still around, apparently, I hear. Um, which is sort of like a really simplified, it, it just serves one purpose, yeah. right? Mm. Um, which is good. Uh, but I think Discord, like we run the whole show out of Discord pretty much. Yeah. Not live, but like, you know, we organize and produce the show here um, via Discord. So I understand that it's really good for communities and like organizing and stuff like that. And I think it's really sweet that, that it's grown into something more than just a gaming uh, orientated platform and that it's, yeah that it's now something for everyone. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because of the way that you can set up your channels with all the with the servers with all the channels and everything. So it's like a community space, basically. Mm -hmm. Online gathering. Yeah, gather online gathering. Yeah, oh. it's a bit like that. I'm I'm curious to see how it integrates with PlayStation since Sony have, have um oh that's right acquired Discord partnership and so on. So that should be interesting to see how that works out. It's ominous. Yeah, ominous. <laughs> I mean, that could alarming. be good. Could I mean, Discord's also updated their logo slash font. Yeah, so it's, not... it's going through a lot of changes right now. It's it's growing. It's adapting, you know? So proud of yeah, little but... Discord all and grown up. <laughs> and they're so cute in their little community updates when they're like, I know this seems really lame. This sounds like we're but... just doing an ad for Discord. Yeah, it does a little bit. We're not. We're not. Zed Games is not... So, you know, we're not paid. affiliated with yeah. Discord and anything. That's right, affiliated. Not affiliated. Except we run the whole show on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> it, we're just, just a, a fan of Discord. It's very useful. 
Yeah. All all opinions on this show are purely, you know, individual and, you know, we don't get sponsored by, you know, big companies or anything like that. So you can trust that all our opinions are genuine and ours. Yeah. And you can trust that when I say I don't like the new Discord logo, you know <laughs> I mean it. I Sarah miss means it. I miss it having its little antennas. It's truth. now just got box. I kinda like it. It looks like an Xbox controller. Oh my gosh. No. You guys no. have to fight now. Yeah, but... Ding well, ding! While they fight... Where's that Skype sound? I'm going to go on. So it's like the sound that initiates the fight. Yeah. We are Zed Games. We are Zed Games. We are Zed Games. We are Zed Games. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to chant now? Uh, Zed Games. Zed Games. We're all going to be talking about something, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to be talking about multiplayer games and couch co-op games today well couch co-op our multi this is this the, 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 the same a, a thing. sticking point in every the conversation every couch co-op is a multiplayer game yeah it's just a type of multiplayer game <sighs> it's a different flavor it's like you know how there's like well what's the difference it's a sub genre come on someone there's there's no different. Different. it's a sub genre yeah but what, what is the category of couch co-op Couch co-op. Co- yeah. What is co-op? Some people might not know that's couch cooperative. All right. Um, all right. If like- you have thoughts about this, can you text in on 0420-626-733? Let us know what you think a couch co-op is. Or you could just message us on, on the Zed Games Facebook page as well, at ZEDGamesAU. However you contact um, us, just make sure you... <laughs> if it's across the void, telepathically. Come in and, and let us know that Easy's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't say I was wrong. I just said, you know, just it's a cat- subcategory oh, that didn't... I would like to discuss. That's all I was getting at. Jeez. Anyway, multiplayer games <laughs> are games that you play with more than one person. You can see we work well as a team. Yeah. So we're, we're, yeah we just, we just ganged <laughs> up I on just you got there. cancelled. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what are some multiplayer games that we've been playing recently? Uh, I've brought this up, this game, a lot on the show, uh, and it seems honestly a little obsessive at this point that I, I feel like I have a reason to bring it up every show I'm on um, but Dead by Daylight Dead by Daylight. Daylight what's that again? no never mind nope. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> that's fair I'm, I was I mean another good multiplayer game that also happens to be a couch co-op um, is <laughs> Overcooked Overcooked's pretty good yeah Overcooked is up there with some of it's the best multiplayer games it's delightfully chaotic incredibly stressful everyone is yelling at each other something's on fire if you don't yeah if you don't know what What, um overcooked is it is actually an australian made game so is same with moving out they're the same developers um overcooked is you and a bunch of friends on a couch and you've got to run a kitchen uh (laughs) usually very poorly under very stressful situations such as you know um, rats coming in and stealing your onion as you need to chop them or then you're doing it in a hot air balloon or then you're doing it on ice or that's yeah. it's like it, it progresses in difficulty and insanity and it's um yeah delightfully stressful yeah and it's beautiful artistically as well so that, that's probably one of the best couch co-ops i can think of it's very good yeah what about you zara what you play multiplayer games i know you love destiny I know that's a multiplayer game. I wasn't going to mention Destiny. Yeah, I did it for you. <laughs> hey, hey, I was going to mention Minecraft. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is up there with one of the greats. It's of all time. true. Yeah, exactly. Like, so much fun to come together with people. You've got this random plot of land and you're all like, okay, you know what? I'm going to build a mine. And so I'm like, I will build 
an airship and it's going to be functional well, and if, someone else. If you're in Minecraft, what are you building? If I am building a nice house for everyone to live in. Aww. Yeah. How wholesome. Customizing everybody's yeah. rooms. What? What's your Minecraft plan? Well, see, I... <sighs> You're going to be like, oh no, that's so sad. Because I actually can't play Minecraft because the way that it's sort of really low res actually gives me motion sick. This is so tragic. Um, I find it really um, disorientating to play. What if you just got all those like shaders that make it... Oh, the super like yeah your computer will end up launching itself to space but it You'll would make minecraft play playable for you i mean i could do that <laughs> i don't know i I, ha- I used to play on a tablet actually so really? i had a tablet and i quite like that because i just build things while i was in in my well, bed like doo-doo-doo. okay more broadly in that sort of cooperative endless survival style what how would you provide okay i can give an example from ark survival evolved because i played a lot of that game there's a lot of building going on in there i think what i would contribute the most is the ability to knock out a dinosaur and then tame it and make it my my pet there you go that's what i would damn that is i will very dinosaurs extremely important it is extremely important um you Wish. need, you know, certain dinosaurs for protection, you know. Yeah. And now I can provide that for you. <laughs> Ark is a fantastic game. It's really hard to get into. Um, it's probably got a, quite a large learning curve. And in terms of, like, just general, it's it's not the greatest to get in. You, you kind of need to uh, know someone already in there yeah. to sort of guide you through the servers. It's a bit But once you get into it, you can easily lose hours into the game. Days. I did lose about 600 hours of my life to that. So, yeah. I did play quite a lot of Ark Survival Evolved. Ark's pretty good. Minecraft's pretty good. Monster Hunter World, also, which we... Monster Hunter, which we have spoken at length about this year already. (laughs) Um, Fantastic cooperative game. Actually, I only exclusively have played it pretty much multiplayer. I I haven't really played it much solo. It's the Monster Hunter is best played with friends. Um, it's just you know you get more bombs, more more hunting. It's also like more stylized, right? Like there's yeah. so much more action happening when you've got you know a team of a people team. with you. And I think that's the same for Rainbow Siege Six. I know I haven't played a lot of it, um, but and same with Over Overwatch in that. Oh. It's team orientated, yeah. and you sort Back of in the day. combine your abilities <laughs> together to you know create you know mm. cool action shots. You're all like individual, your own characters basically, with your own p- different play styles, and you're all working together in a really cool way, doing mm. cool stuff. You know what else I've been playing a lot of lately that might um, hint, hint, hint. Uh-oh. I don't know why I said that three times, but hint at something coming up later in the show. Um, mm-hmm. but I've, been, I've been playing and loving Don't Starve Together. Oh, yeah. It's one of my Starve favorite together. multiplayer games. It's actually in the top ten I um, that co-op game. games. I mean, multiplayer games that you should play as well. Yeah. I've not survived well in Don't Starve Together. I appear to be the kind of person that can only don't starve alone. <laughs> but Aww. I love the games hmm. so much. It's addictive. You just there's just so much. There's to... so much. But in that game, 
in Minecraft in, in any game. Yeah. I do the same thing. I just make my little farm and cook my soup. <laughs> That's my job. I love Aww. making flower crowns for people and being like, here, stay sane. Yeah. It's nice. Something else that's a little wholesome like that, that's probably the most popular um, mainstream cooperative game that people really got into during the COVID pandemic lockdown was um, Animal Crossing. That's For some reason, the... I thought you were going to say Among Us. Well, that too-ish. Well, Animal Crossing sort of lies in a weird zone where it is multiplayer, but like the gameplay isn't multiplayer. Yeah. You can just go and hang out with someone. Well, in terms of bringing community together. And that yeah. is true. It has that multiplayer but capacity the of the social game aspect. game itself, like the things you do that are game mechanics aren't really multiplayer. This is you this can is just true. do them in company. You can I just have give seen people your turnips. People very creatively create sort of new games within Animal Crossing using what you can do in the multiplayer lobby space Ooh. to create their own multiplayer experience. That was actually a lot more engaging than just exploring each other's islands and watering the, the old flowers. Run around and hit people with a net tag. Yes, but mm. also sort of like a relay race <laughs> kind of thing, an obstacle course. It's it was actually really interesting, and I thought about trying to do that, but then I thought, um, no. Mini games, mini games. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, this is Zed Games. I'm Maylee, and uh, as I mentioned earlier, we've, well, I hinted earlier, I didn't say it, but we've got a review from Rani for the game Don't Starve Together, and um, I hope it's positive, or me and Rani will have to fight to see who has the superior Don't Starve opinion. Anyway, friends. Here is <laughs> Don't Starve Together Review by Rani. Hey! Don't Starve Together is the standalone multiplayer expansion of the wilderness survival game Don't Starve by Klee Entertainment. It's refreshing to see an expansion game that stands alone and doesn't require you to purchase the original game in order to play it. In fact, Don't Starve Together is the only Don't Starve game that I've ever played. When it comes to the story, Don't Starve Together is bursting with narrative threads and character arcs. Don't Starve Together is a continuation of the storyline from the original Don't Starve game. But don't worry if you haven't played the first game, because the story is not immediately consequential to your experience as a player, and everything you need to know can be found on the wiki pages or in the plethora of YouTube videos out there. Remember, I haven't played any other Don't Starve game, and I did fine. So I'm sure if you've been paying attention to any of my previous reviews, you'd remember that I am notoriously bad at survival games. So why am I reviewing another one? Well, maybe I'm a masochist. Maybe they just seem to be the easiest games for me to get my hands on. But when I say that I'm notoriously bad at survival games, I mean I die in the first two minutes. That's how bad I am. That's because most survival games don't take the time to walk you through all of the different mechanics and expect you to actually survive. Unfortunately, I can't remember if there was a tutorial for Don't Starve Together, because I don't think I got one. And that's okay. It's not really too much of an issue, though as a player with a little bit of a cognitive disability it can be difficult, but the great thing about Don't Starve Together is that it has a massive wiki for you to look through. 
So the first time I played this game was way back in 2016 when it was initially released. And I was playing with a friend. It did not go well. <laughs> and I did not enjoy my time. But I'd attribute most of this to the fact that I'm bad at survival games and the person I was playing with had also never played Don't Starve together before. I don't even think they'd played Don't Starve before. And there weren't nearly as many resources for the game as there are now. Despite all of that though, the game is pretty forgiving and I've managed to survive an entire season. Unlike its prequel, Don't Starve, Don't Starve Together lets you play with others which is the best part of the game, and basically the whole reason it exists. You get a lot of control over how you make your worlds, how many friends you want to play with, and what mode you want to play in. You can play in survival, wilderness, and endless mode. Each of those modes are fairly relaxed, with survival being the default mode of play, and probably the hardest. We played in survival mode. And it's kind of difficult to find some resurrecting stuff, but mostly I'm a very cautious player and so I'm a bit too scared to explore far on my own, so when my friend died, um, we didn't really focus on trying to resurrect them. This means that playing in a cooperative manner as well gives me the best chance of enjoying the game, because I don't have to be super stressed out. For example, I didn't focus on any of the fighting aspect of the game, I let my friend do that. I love music, and of course, full disclosure here, I can't hear a lot of music um, when playing, especially when I was playing Don't Starve Together. And that's mostly because I had to be able to communicate with my other players, so I wasn't able to hear the music because I had it turned down. Oh, the wonders of being a deaf gamer. But what I did hear, I really enjoyed. Like almost every other game you will ever play, the music gives you some good cues as to, as to the situation that you're in. Like, when I attacked some creature and the music switched from the idle perpetual motion to more intense battle music, I knew what was up. I also really appreciated that there were visual cues on screen for when I was being attacked, because I legitimately couldn't hear those sorts of things. I love Don't Starve Together. I think it's the one survival game that I know I will come back to because it's such a lovely way to have some fun with friends. The art style is gorgeous, the gameplay is forgiving, and there's so much content that you won't be exhausting the game anytime soon. It's a game that's been in my game library for a long time, but one that I haven't had too many people to play with. I would definitely recommend getting a few friends together that can afford to get the game or already have it and spend a day just playing and surviving together. There's a lot to craft and learn. I haven't even been able to dip into the recipes yet. I can't wait to get to that part of the game because I've really been enjoying the crafting aspect of the game. We played on PC, but you can also play on PS4, Xbox One, Mac, and even Linux. Z Games. Z Games! Z Games! Z Games! I love that. Games. We should practice that.
Get that up. Harmonize. Yeah. No. Have like a barbershop quartet in here. We're not like the Dykes on Mics where they actually harmonize really quite well when they come in on the intro. That's not us. But we yeah, I can't. I can't harmonize. We could if we just believe. We believe. But I don't believe. That's oh. the problem. Well, I'm letting fine. us down. But I do believe in Zed Games' incredible analysis of multiplayer games, which yes. we did this evening. Yes. 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 Multiplayer yes. games, fun. Very, sometimes, uh, sometimes chaos. And complete madness. <laughs> couch co-op is a subgenre of multiplayer games yes. and not a separate genre. Yeah. Yes. Okay, all right. We've confirmed it. There's no need to go over it. We've we've done the science. We've got the results back. Couch co-ops are multiplayer games. Moving on now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I um, think I was just going to say before we we bounce that uh, if there's anything you've missed from the show tonight, you can head over to the Zed Games Facebook page at ZEDGamesAU. There will be posts up there of reviews and the news and also our podcast, which is... Everything you could ever want. And memes. And um, there's a bunch of memes. There's so many memes. I usually post roughly four to seven memes a week. You know, quite a lot of memes. When I see those, when I see those memes, the memes, I actually, (laughs) you know, forcibly exhale through my nose. Oh wow! Yeah, that's That's a pretty big physical reaction. reaction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the memes are good. Yeah, that good. good. Mm -hmm. That good. They're so good. (laughs) Anyway, at ZED Games AU, check it out. Well, I I will miss you, dear listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, dear listeners. Goodbye for one more week. Oh, we'll we'll be back. Yeah, we'll next week. Um, Sometime. You can't get rid of us. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZED Games AU. See you next time. time.